Uh, what enthusiasm level would we go for? Uh, you know, like... Yeah. Six out of ten. Okay. Virtual reality and journalism. But it really wasn't until I got involved with virtual reality that I started seeing these really intense, authentic reactions from people that really blew my mind. Day to Day, the weekly podcast from the Interactives team covering everything related to digital journalism. Uh, it's me, as usual, Luke Barrett. Uh, and I'm Ryan Watt. And today we're going to be discussing 360 video. We're going to be talking about 360 video as kind of a technique in journalism, as a medium that we can use to, to kind of you know, make some, some decent storytelling. Uh, so what is it that's kind of spark this discussion. Um, so the reason that we decided to do this 360 podcast is that we are going to talk about um, No Small Talk, which was a BBC project uh, organised by the BBC as kind of one of their little BBC labs, uh, kind of tiny little pilot programmes, I think. I think they've got the one episode. Uh, it's a 10-minute video, and it's just a podcast based at the BBC. Uh, of uh, Cherry Healy, who's a TV presenter, and Emma Gannon, who's like an internet personality. Uh, And they just talk about, I think they talk about what's on their phones mainly. Um, But the reason that we wanted to talk about it is because they film it in 360 degrees. And just a heads up for anybody who's listening on SoundCloud or on iTunes, you're actually not getting the full experience because this very episode is being filmed in 360 that's right. So we're kind of trying to follow in their footsteps a little bit, but we're going to actually talk about 360 video as a medium to film a podcast, basically. Now, what was the problem with the BBC 360 podcast? I think, I, and I've heard this kind of mentioned a few times, just in, in the feedback to it, it's potentially not the best medium to film kind of a conversation in. Um, as to why we decided to do it, I mean, <laughs> it just seemed like a good idea to talk about 360 podcasts in 360 but when you think about the content that you actually want to put out in 360 a, a podcast where you're you know, just chatting two people in a table situation might not be the best medium yeah yeah so why don't we talk a bit about some of the ways that 360 video can be used to do good journalism so i think as a as a storytelling technique it is suited to a particular kind of content anything that's particularly immersive works. I mean, I've been diving with sharks. Um, I haven't been to a volcano yet, but I'm very interested in doing that in 360. Things where you couldn't normally, you know, I'm going to step out, I'm going to pop to the shops, I'm going to go to see a shark volcano. That you can't do. So you need to, you need to 360 to transport you there and place you in the moment. That's the kind of stuff that works really well. Yeah. So the thing that interests me about it is um, it kind of goes in the other, in an opposite direction to the way a lot of innovation in digital journalism has so far. Um, the, uh, a, lot of, a lot of new stuff has seemed to focus on the lack of modern attention span in modern society. So you see videos on Facebook reducing in length gradually and having to bring up subtitles because so many people watch them without sound. And then there's the proliferation of podcasts, mm-hmm. which 
I think, largely exist for the convenience of being able to listen to them but not have to watch them. Whereas 360 video requires your full attention throughout. You can't check your phone and be in a 360 video, basically. There's, there's nothing else to do other than be in the moment, which I think is it's a special thing. Um, the one thing that kind of is the concern is not to, to kind of poison the well with so much bad 360. And there are, there are examples of bad 360 out there, but you do really need to pick and choose your moments. That's why you need to be so careful about, uh, about filming a podcast in 360, basically. And I do want to put, like, as a massive caveat, like, um, I think the No Small Talk podcast is organised and kind of the brainchild of, amongst other people, uh, Catherine Allen, who's just, like, this kind of leading voice in the VR world at the moment. She's, she's trying to get, I think, women in VR is her main push, and I think it's a really excellent kind of idea. She's just, like super knowledgeable and this experiment I think for her I mean they, they put a lot of effort into it you can see they've got text overlaid you can see there's a lot of thought gone into where they kind of set the podcast up and exciting animation which yeah. we've got just going if on if you just look right slightly here, just... behind you you'll see some incredible animation oh my god look at, oh, look at that how did he do that that's amazing wow the colours yeah the colours <laughs> shouldn't have said that. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. So um, and like I think um, you know I'm looking longingly at Emma Gan um, Emma Gannon uh, Gannon's cup of tea. She's got like this beautiful mug of green tea. I don't think I'd have got that that effect in in uh, a normal video podcast. No, yeah, we should have brought mugs of tea. We should have brought mugs of tea. Like anything kind of on the table, people are going to look around. They're certainly going to be distracted by what's going on in our podcast. But there's nothing, there's nothing else going on. There's so nothing else going on. I mean, that's what we, we've kind of done that, to sit in a room and do it ourselves. And, um, and you know, so boring. So what are some examples of 360 video uh, used for journalism that you like? So, um, I mean, there's countless apps at the moment. I think just before, like, one of the main points of that is if you search VR news, the only thing that comes up on the Play Store at the moment, I think, straight away, is the New York Times one, which mm. is fantastic. They put a lot of effort into Daily it. 360. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the Daily 360 there, the New York Times VR, I think they did um, Policing in Flint. It's like a whole 17-minute video, and time's another important thing, but they committed to 17 minutes, different kind of... It's like points in the process of policing in Flint, which is Michigan, I think, in America. Mm. Um, they put you in the arms, confiscated arms room, and they do interviews. And they, it's a real kind of scripted, thought about process. Um, and that works really well, even though it's 17 minutes long. But then you get, like, like I said, the daily 360, which could just be stick you in a protest, stick you in a crowd, stick you on a train. And that, and that works as well, too. Yeah, I think it's interesting. Like, so many of them seem to be based on not so much like pre-prepared or rehearsed journalism, but more situations that people might not otherwise see and trying to put people in them. Like one of, one of my favorite ones from the day 360, no, it wasn't from day 360, sorry, it was by Al Jazeera, where they went to um, the Hajj in Mecca um, and there was just somebody holding, they just gave a 360 camera to someone who just walked through um, Mecca while the hard was happening um, and just saw you know what is one of the biggest examples of religion in the world yeah and it's really striking really impressive and a scene that you wouldn't generally get to see no it's not something you can go yeah let's just go down and do that and yeah. and, and it, it's just a new way of doing things and I think it's it's gonna carry on I mean the, the effort that people put in, I mean the BBC are doing have just released Trafficked which is um their latest kind of project in storytelling, and it's the story of a, of a Mexican girl who's been involved in the world of human trafficking. It's an awful, awful thing, and it's a 
important issue and they, they've done it through VR but they've had to learn the skills of like basically game creation and through this through I think it's the Unreal Engine they've made this and these aren't skills that journalists typically have but they're doing this kind of storytelling through what is at the end of the day advanced kind of techniques can't think of why I'm being distracted <laughs> there's nothing actually happening in this no room, yeah it's completely complete silence as well um, but yeah, Russia Today's 360 app, you open it up and you're in space. It's as simple as that. Wow. Um, within are really good. They, um, it's, it's, like, it's like a magazine and they've got different things and they can really put the effort into, into different experiences. And they obviously, they obviously put a lot, of, a lot of thought into them. There'll be, there'll be links to all these things that we're talking about in the description, by the way, um, if you can hear me. We will absolutely be talking about yeah all of these things um, yeah and you can check them out for yourself download the apps get yourself cardboard if you've got fifteen pounds to spend six pounds if you want a cheapy plastic one. That's the, um, so that's actually something else I wanted to talk about. What do you think is the difference in um, platform between three hundred and sixty conventional three hundred and sixty and then three hundred and sixty involving VR? Um, so 360 video is like, imagine a picture wrapped around a sphere, you're stuck in the middle of it. That's 360. Like this is now, you can't, with your headset on, your cardboard headset on, get up and start going, oh, what's behind that bin? Oh, what's that person doing? And start kind of moving around. You need that kind of omnidirectional, yeah. uh, you know, the way of looking. Um, so what are the implications of that for journalism? So I think, obviously, VR's a lot harder to get out there. Daydream is the exciting thing, and it's kind of a middle ground, I think. It'll be exciting to see what happens with that. Um, but in terms of, you need people to be able to strap on a headset and actually get involved. And I think cardboard's great because anyone can get one. They're cheap to make. You can make them yourself. You can try and make them yourself. <laughs> it doesn't go particularly well. Um, and I think to actually have a proper VR experience, at the moment, you've got to be connected to the computer. It's an expensive computer or a PlayStation. Um, and you do have to kind of, you can't do it on the go. It's not like you pick up a newspaper on the train and, uh, and jump into a perfect virtual <laughs> reality universe. Um, but with 360, that's kind of a medium ground. I think journalists should use that at the moment because it, it's, it's a thing that people get in their heads around. Yeah, well, it certainly seems like there's lots of exciting people working on it and dreaming up new ways to use this in journalism. Um, Anyway, I think that's pretty much all we've got time for. Um, so we'll say goodbye to this strange world that we've, yeah. we've put ourselves into. It's a bit weird, actually. I'm in the Matrix. I don't think anyone's made that joke in terms of 360 video. Oh, my God. Oh, see, this is, you're right in the war zone now, guys. For anyone who's watched our previous videos, you'll, you'll know that our studio is not normally this expansive and no, not normally yeah. filled with so much disruption. Yeah, so I think we need to uh, put a lock on the door next time. Um, but, yeah. Um, so thanks very much for listening. Please subscribe on iTunes and like us on Facebook. Um, if you are listening on iTunes, do check out interhatsubs.com for the full immersive experience of this podcast. Absolutely. It has to be seen in 360 degrees. Big thanks to Ponington Bear for our theme tune. And we'll see you all next week. Thanks.